Friday. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the happy hour here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, big thanks before we even start to Ginny Hogan for running the list today. The pre-sign online uh, at the Bacon so that we could uh, not have to have a clusterfuck at the beginning of the show that usually happens when you sign up for an open mic. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's this weather, but I am fucking tired. It's not a joke. It's real. Like, I just woke up from a nap with a cat, and I was like, I don't really... No offense, guys. I don't want to be here. I want to be sleeping. I am so fucking tired. I don't know what's wrong. Because um, it's not like I'm... I didn't, I didn't really do anything today except hang out with small children. Uh, whatever. Nothing funny to say about that. Uh, we're, if you guys are listening in the fills, it's a band called Reagan's Polyp that I found. Uh, it's a 1992 band out of uh, New York. And uh, I like that song about um, everybody sucking, so that's good. Uh, but uh, big thanks to Tom running the ones and twos today. And we're going to get started here on the happy hour. If you hear the horn, wah, wah, it means you have a minute. So you don't, nec- you don't have, to, have to wrap it up real fast, but you have a minute. Uh, sometimes people don't know that. And we're going to get started with our first comedian. He's never the first on the list. This is really weird. He's usually number 17, but that's fine. Um, everything changes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Alex Warren. All right, guys. Uh, I have some uh, a public service announcement. If you go down that street, whatever the fuck it's called, like Alabama or some shit, uh, there's free riot chairs. Um, and you're like, why? It, you might need it Sunday in the case the Warriors lose. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just friendly advice. If you want to be ready for a riot, get your riot chairs. Um, I want to go to a riot. One time I tried going to a riot, uh, and I thought that it would be good if I took mushrooms first. <laughs> yeah, no, because my team, school team, was going to play some game, and uh, if we lost, it was going to be a riot. And we did lose, but then no one was doing anything, and I was really freaked out because I kept seeing people I knew. This isn't even a joke. This is just a random story, and I got really uncomfortable and went home, and then there was a riot, so I missed it. Because <laughs> people take a while to get out of the bars. Uh, that's In case you want to get prime riot time, you got to wait a little bit for everyone to drunkenly... Um, a better riot? No. <laughs> uh, oh, I tried using a door and it didn't open, uh, and I felt like a fucking idiot because I'm a human being, the pinnacle of evolution, and I should be able to open a door, but I couldn't, which is pretty shameful. And then I saw another guy try to open a door, and what he did is he just busted out his cell phone, and he was just like, boom. Suddenly he's on his cell phone, no longer shameful. So I realized that that's the secret. It's like the emotional self-defense of our age. And so I was talking to this girl and she was all telling me about her birthday, about her birthday and how she like, well, so it was all her friends and then it was like, oh, Josh threw up and then they're in a taxi cab and then Kevin threw up and then, and then it was fucking crazy. And then Jason, he was good though. And she was throwing up and she's just like, oh my God, Jason, you, what are you, are you sober? He's just like, no, I did it for you. And then he threw up and I was just like, why am I listening to this story? And that's when I realized I just bust out my cell phone and it's sort of, I call it extreme ghosting. You just get up and you walk away and you, <laughs> You never make eye contact because if you make eye contact, you lose. Uh, that's how you do it uh, nowadays. It's um, a, it's a revolution. Um, I Ken was telling me about mics last night. Apparently, you got to practice or you'll fuck it all up. So thank you. Uh, 
that's helpful for me. Usually I put the mic right here and then you can hear me breathing into it. <laughs> that's sort of, yeah, that's hot. Uh, I'll save that for later. Um, there was this guy on the bus, and he was wearing a helmet. He kind of looked like Julian Assange. That's important. He had these like black fingernails, so he's kind of like goth Julian Assange with white hair. But his helmet had lasers coming out of it. So, and this is real. I really saw this, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" There's a cyborg on the bus with me, and I had to know like, "What kind of cyborg are you?" So I was just like, "Dude, what, what kind of cyborg?" And he's just like, "Hair. It's for my hair." And um, so you guys got to watch out. Cyborgs have beautiful hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, really, though, I always knew that fucking Fabio was, wasn't a humie. Um, and they're going to fucking outbreed us, so you better watch out. Cyborgs are going to take over the world. Um, wow, I had more to say about that. For instance, if I care so much about hair, like, why? Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> Um, I don't look as weird as normal, uh, and it's because of counter-signaling. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going, and counter-signaling is that thing where you're like, hey, I'm really high status, so I can just dress like an idiot, and then people will think I'm still cool, um, and then you're probably thinking like, well, why don't you have more friends, because uh, I'm too cool for friends. All right. <laughs> the non-sequitur musings. Of Alex Warren, yay, and then yay, Alex. Oh, uh, it's best. It's best when you put the microphone in front of. You. We'll, we'll have a little class real quick. So microphones have magnets in them, and that's what makes them work. So if you you kind of have to be right into the microphone, because if you're even underneath it, you're not going to be louder. And when it's way down here, can't hear anything on the radio. It's radio, yay! It's okay. I know we all forget. It's we're used to the brainwash where it doesn't matter what you do with the mic. Someone's listening anyways, right? <laughs> that's. That's what it's like at that mic. Uh, that's not true at all. I was, I was there last night really late. Uh, I was really drunk. I don't remember anything. If anybody saw me, it's, I don't think I was doing comedy. I was doing, I was talking about my period uh, blood pad. Uh, your next comedian, uh, he's getting funnier and funnier every time I see him. There's two, when I wake up from a nap, I'm just too honest. You know, I'm not, usually I'm like, everybody's great, yay! And today I'm like, I just woke up from a nap. Uh, hey guys, clap your hands together for your next comedian. It's Chris Guerra! Save your pennies for pounds of fun. A demon host of Comic Joe's apartment joining us only with naked female friends called Tim. Thank you. Thank you very much. And how about a nice round of applause for Pam here, hosting this show. Being half awake, that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, so I see that ISIS is back in the news. Yeah. I read online that uh, ISIS have been taking amphetamines. You know, if they smoked marijuana, they wouldn't be so violent. They'd be like, dude, you go blow up a building. I'm going to sit here, eat Cheetos, and watch Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I was a teenager, I had no game when it comes to girls. Like, when I was 15, I was with this girl, and we were alone in her bedroom, and she says to me, let's do it doggy style. And at that time, I didn't know what she was talking about, so I humped her leg and peed on the floor. And I guess she got mad at me because she started hitting me on the head with a rolled up newspaper. 
Yeah, that sucked. I hate going to the dentist because whenever he works on my mouth, he feels like he has to start a conversation with me. And it's hard for me to talk back to him with my mouth full of gadgets and fingers. Like, yeah, like he'd say, so Mr. Guerra, how are you today? And I would say, and between him talking to me and me mumbling, we sound like a gay porno. Everything all right down there? Good, I'm almost finished. And remember, don't swallow. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend likes watching those real housewife shows on Bravo. She likes checking out their nice cars and their nice houses and their nice dresses. And I hate to admit it, but I like watching those shows too because I like checking out the housewives. And those women are fucking hot. And I don't care if they are 50% silicone, I'd still bang them. My girlfriend hates it when I masturbate to those shows, especially when we're watching them together. She would say, Chris, cut it out. Will you put that away? Look what you did to my carpet. Yeah, I guess you're not big on semen. Okay, then you'll love this next joke. <laughs> I also read a line about this woman who makes yogurt with her vaginal fluids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to try any of her yogurt, especially the kind with the red swirl. No, no, never. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that blew you away, huh? Vaginal fluids, ha! Ah! So, I was watching TV the other night and I saw this infomercial for Extends. And in case you don't know what Extends is, it's a drug that supposedly can make your penis bigger. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, wait a minute. I thought they already found a cure for having a small penis. It's called buying a gun. That's right. All gun owners have small penises. That's why you never see any black men in the NRA. Before I go, <laughs> oh. you mean you're an exception? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know brothers be packing, right? No, I'm the president of the Small Penis Society. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to out you. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, that's my time. My name is Chris Guerra. Thank you, Pam. Now wake up. Word is all over you. I can roll around in the Chris Guerra. Yay. I thought one time I had a really bad vaginal yeast infection and I was gonna try to scrape it out and bake bread with it. Uh, I wanted to do that for you know when remember Martha Stewart when she went to jail? I wanted to bake her a nice loaf when she got out, you know, and I was thinking, scrape it all up. It didn't work. Killed it. Hard to keep the yeast alive. So dried yeast is easier. <laughs> Uh, I, I bake a lot of bread, you guys. It's true. In my pants. No, just kidding. I don't. I've never. Uh, all right. Your next comedian. He is a very funny man. He. Uh, you're not doing that thing on Mondays anymore, are you? <sighs> he used to be the king of my entire life's 
dream. He was he hosted a karaoke comedy show at Makeout Room, and uh, I had the opportunity to be on it once, and it was twice, and it was w- one of the most exciting and amazing things I've ever done in my life. So thank you for that time and for putting that show together. Uh, whenever he does a show, you guys should attend it because he's a great producer and a very funny guy. Put your hands together. I forgot his name. Brandon Garner. <laughs> Hey guys, um, I made a made a mistake when I was uh, texting a girl for the first time. I got real nervous. I got a girl's number, then I had to send her the first text message, and I made a mistake in that message. I sent her a message saying, "How are your day?" <laughs> and she immediately responded saying, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, I I meant." And then I just deleted her number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Normally, I think I'm like the most forgiving person on the planet. I'm a very generous person with like personality-wise and goodwill. But then for some reason, as soon as I have to use someone's phone and see how it's arranged, I become the most judgmental person on the goddamn planet. I become like your aunt at a funeral, just judging every family member left and right. Like, I'll normally I'll be like, you know what? Like, uh, you, you murdered someone when you were younger? Yeah, we all have bad pasts. Let me see your phone. Do you use Outlook? Really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll be like, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, he's, a, he's an all right guy once you get to know him. But have you seen how Bernie rearranges his phone screen together? All right. Uh... Normally I think that like I'm getting better in my life and I'm proving my dad wrong every day, but then I remember that uh, whenever my phone gets down to 10% battery life, that's the closest feeling I'll ever get to being hunted. <laughs> uh, did you guys, have you guys heard about this new supergroup, uh, Prophets of Rage? Yeah, it's a new band, Supergroup, pretty pumped about it. It's uh, a combination of Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill. Yeah, that's a true, yeah, we know Cypress Hill, right? That's a weird combination. Like, I can only imagine, like, after every show, you have Tom Morello, Chuck D, and B-Real together. It's like, man, that was, like, a powerful show we put together just now. Really got the message out. Yeah, man, like, that's a, we're going to, like, put change in the world. Like, people are going to go out and vote in the membrane, and that's it. That's how every... (laughs) Every conversation goes. <laughs> um, I, uh, if, if I ever end up making money, no matter what happens in my life, if I ever have kids, I will pretend that to my family, that I'll make my family think that we're actually poor so that whenever we go out to eat, that way they'll understand the joy that a salad bar can bring a poor family's life. I don't know what it was, but growing up, see a salad bar, and you're like, let's put this fight on hold. We get a unlimited croutons. Do you know how many croutons we get? Unlimited croutons. <laughs> Caesar dressing, guess what? Going to hook that up to an IV in my blood. <laughs> Not going to stop at all. Lettuce, really angry at lettuce all the time, but you know what? I'm just going to like choke on that shit right now. Really into lettuce, and for some reason, salad bar. Just, it's a proof that like no matter what, I, whatever it is, I if I can have a lot of it, I want it. <laughs> um, I got a sunburn, and it was a really strange thing that happened with me because like, uh, I got a sunburn, and then someone uh, talked to me and said like, yeah, you should have put on sun gr- sunscreen. What kind of fucking victim blaming bullshit is that? 
Are you kidding me? The sun's up there. It did it to me. Accept it. And then I was like, were you kidding me? And he's like, well, did you see how you were dressed? You were asking for it. <laughs> All right. That was okay. Thanks, guys, everyone. Appreciate it. Brandon Garner's been raped by the sun. Yay! Yay. I liked your, your salad bar thing. It's absolutely true. Though. I don't have a problem with salad bars being free and free stuff. My problem is when it's a when it's a beer buffet or like a wine. When it's an open bar, ooh, yeah, there are pro- I have I cannot say no. The Jew in me cannot say no to free alcohol ever. It's not my fault. I just have to have the wine, all of it, as much as possible. Your next comedian isn't drinking for 30 days. He's still on the wagon. I can't believe it. I'm so impressed. Seriously. It's like, a, I mean, a, do you feel normal? I, when do you get rid of the night sweats? It takes like at least three nights for me of non-drinking before I stop sweating in my sleep like a pig. No? I'm the only one who's an alcoholic? All right. Your next comedian's a funny guy. You're going to love him. He runs OMG on Tuesday nights, among other things. Put your hands together. It's Greg Gettle. <laughs> Hello, uh, Brandon. You said you want to convince your family that you're poor. Like, um, so we worked in my family. Uh, my dad. What my dad would do, he like I wanted a Schwinn bike growing up as a kid. I really wanted a Schwinn, so he bought a Huffy, uh, removed the Huffy sticker, and then, and then put a Schwinn sticker on the Huffy bike. And then you spend the next two weeks defending that it is a Schwinn bike, even though it doesn't have the emblem on the front of the bike. Uh, you just say it fell off. And and then you find out three years later that your parents actually do have money when they you when they offer you a hundred dollars to stop playing soccer. Um, <laughs> good times, families. Um, I want to talk about this. So I was at Dolores Park uh, a couple weekends ago, and I was trying to buy weed because I'm I'm trying not to drink, uh, but I'm still a fucking adult. So like, I was trying to get high. And, like, it was really hard. It was, like, a Saturday, but it was, like, really hard for me to buy weed. I don't know why, but, like, I just couldn't, like, the truffle guy wasn't there. And so I was, like, kind of looking around and, like, wasn't really finding anyone. And then right around, like, 5 or 6 o'clock, I finally saw some guy. He had, like, a big box full of blunts. And he comes, I was like, hey, man, come on over. So he comes on over, and I was like, hey, man, how much is it? And he's like, well, hit this first. So I hit the, I hit the blunt. I'm like, yeah, good stuff. Okay, yeah, how much? And then he starts looking around, and like he's kind of doing this thing, and he's making me nervous, so I'm kind of looking around too. And he's kind of looking at me, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, what the hell is this guy's problem? And then I realize that the guy thinks that I'm a cop. Um, yeah, well, I get it, like white guy, bald head. I get it. But I still want to get high, right? So I wasn't going to let that deter me from getting high. So I just spent the next five or ten minutes convincing this guy that I was not a cop. Um, my first go-to was, I'm a Segway tour guide. Uh, look at these tan lines. Like I, I, I showed my tan Like We all know cop uniforms end here. This is a Segway tour guide tan line right here. Clearly. And then I showed him my uh, Segway tour guide shirt. Still wasn't convinced. And then I spent the next, uh, I told him a joke about stand-up comedy. Told him a joke. And then I showed him my eyes and they were red. And then he sold me two blunts for $30. Fucking rip off, but I was just happy to have the weed. And then five minutes later, 30 cops swarmed in the Dolores Park and arrested all the weed dealers. <laughs> Which is a real bummer. <laughs> Makes me not look so innocent, you know? 
And it was weird too, because the guy was getting arrested and I walked by him, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and it just really makes me upset, because I do like Dolores Park, I like it a lot, but now I feel like I can't go back for like another month or something. And so it just really bums me out that the cops, I feel like the cops blew my cover of not being an undercover cop. You know what I mean? Like, fuck the police. Um, but that being said, that's all I want to do tonight, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Give it up for Pam. Greg Elzenark, yay! Uh, the similar thing happened to me once. I was on a mission, but I was trying to sell someone a pot food, and um, I thought that they were they were too into it, and I was because I was like I need to get rid of these brownies, cookies, anybody want? And this guy's like I want them, and I'm like no, I don't think that you're. He's like I'll prove to you that I'm not a cop. And he runs into the street, and then he fell down, and his nose got all bloody. And then I had to call the ambulance, and I had to stand there and wait for the ambulance. And my friends were down the street, and they, they came running up. They're like, I knew it was you. I knew that the, all the commotion was because it was your fault. I was drunk trying to sell people weed in the street, and the guy broke his nose for it. It was fun. A little different than your story, but still, you know. Still the same to dumb people buying and selling weed in, in the city. Uh, no, 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 no. It's okay. I, you know, I was the dumb one. I was trying to sell them five dollar brownies. Oh, but that's a segue to. Um, I have um, five dollar treats. They're donations to the station. If anybody wants to get high today. Uh, all right, your next comedian, funny, funny guy. Uh, we're excited every time he's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Theo Hall. <laughs> Give it up for Pam, everybody. This is a fun Friday mic, you know? It's very relaxing, you know what I mean? You, you should do like a breakfast mic, you know? Like, I feel like there needs to be more sunlight in here, you know? Um, yeah, no, I've spent a lot of time trying to convince people I'm not a cop, and uh, it just... It's a tough case to prove. No, this is before the tattoos. Like, I, I did drugs, and I had no tattoos. I stopped doing drugs, and I got, like, a lot of tattoos. And, um, yeah, no, people always... It's like people people don't think, like, I had it hard. Like, I grew up in Los Gatos. Does anybody know where Los Gatos is? Just do, do watch a documentary, follow the money. It's in Los Gatos, okay? You know what I mean? Like, it's in... Like, and here's the thing. It was tough there, you know what I mean? There were no gangs at my high school. That means I had to go to the ghetto to get drugs, you know? And every time I went to the ghetto, um, everybody was just like, yeah, morning. Good morning, officer. And it's just like, hey, motherfucker, I'm a, I'm a drug addict. I'm lonely, you know? I'm just like you, all right? Just looking for some crack, okay? It was tough, man. It's tough. I do like the ghettos, man. I was in uh, I was uh, in Oakland off of International Boulevard. Has anybody been over there? Yes, it's it's a fun place. I watched a documentary uh, called Cops uh, recently, and uh, they were doing a prostitution sting, and uh, and the guy at the end of the day they interviewed the cop, and they're just like, "What happened?" They're like, "Yeah, we boss we busted a lot of you know guys, you know, just getting off work, and uh, you know." And I was just like, "Okay, I have two questions. First of all, all right, if you're busting just normal guys getting off work, is there anything bad uh, to that? And second question, uh, what was the cross street on International Boulevard?" and uh, to answer that question, there is no cross street. Just go there. You'll, you'll find it, okay? I went there, and I fucking saw 10 prostitutes getting chased with a guy with a beret. 
That's like one of the coolest things I ever saw. You know what I mean? I heard it before I saw it. They were all wearing those hooker heels. I was like, that's either 20 peg leg pirates or a herd of hookers. Either way, this is going to be the shit. Just running from a guy with a beret. It was, I guess it was one of those uh, like Hell's Angels, like, but not the like biker kind, the kind that like the vigilante kind. Has anybody ever seen those guys? The, everybody knows about them in the ghetto. I was like talking to some people and like I was actually doing this joke in Oakland and it was more silent than it, it you know is in here than it was there. And everybody was just looking at me. They're just like, yeah, yeah, we know Carl. All right. He's constantly chasing the prostitutes. No one likes him. All right. That's his thing. He gets berets at fucking, you know, the goodwill. And then he chases the prostitutes. Anyway, I do like the ghetto. Um, here's something I don't like. Uh, I don't like Denny's anymore. Okay. Uh, cause they fucking sold out. You know what I mean? It's just like Denny's used to be, you know, a place with shitty food that was open 24 hours a day. And then they made some money on their shitty food and they're just like, you know what? We're not going to invest any of this money back into our food, but we are going to buy a bunch of flat screen TVs and create something called the Denny's channel. And I don't know if you guys have seen the Denny's channel, but it's just people running and playing. Thank you. I eat Denny's food. I don't want to shit blood. You know, I don't want to see anybody running and playing. I don't think, I think the Denny's channel should just be people crying. And every now and then they take a break and they yell why, or I tried my hardest. And then they go right back to crying. That's the Denny's channel. That's it. You know, you can't act like you're better because you have some cute names for your food. Moons over Miami. You guys just fucking, you know, plugged a glory hole. And now you're trying to act like you're fancy. I don't think it works like that. They repainted the one down in San Jose. It's fucking, the Denny's colors are yellow and red. You know, I can't walk into a room that's bright red and yellow okay I feel like they look at me and they can tell the last time I masturbated you know they're just like it was in your car and it's just like yeah I had a car jerk before I came in here because your menu has a lot of pictures and it causes some anxiety is that all right I did think of a slogan for Denny's uh, fast food that takes a long time it's because it's like you order the food and then the, the waiter's like yeah that, that fucking that sounds really good I'm gonna go to IHOP and get that and then uh, I'll be back all right thank you guys Oh, with Denny's jokes. Yay. I used to go there when I was little after church. My dad would take us to Denny's, and I was never allowed to get the Grand Slam because he would get mad if I didn't finish it. And he's like, if you're going to order it, you're going to eat the whole thing. And that's why I became bulimic. All right. I'm kidding. I, I were many other reasons why I became bulimic, not my father. Mostly just all those skinny bitches in uh, Danville. That's neither here nor there. Uh, your next comedian shaved his beard. I barely recognized him, but I'm sure we'll know his jokes. Uh, no, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I'm sure you write new jokes all the time. I'm going to dig myself out of this hole right now. Everybody put your hands together for the very funny Jeff Dean. You had a beard, right? Besides. Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also they tell the same jokes hamster, every week, so you'll know them. You'll know them. Guys, you ever meet someone and they're just like super boring? Like I'm, I'm a, I, I sit in the front seat every time I get in an Uber. I'm one of those guys, you know. I love talking to people. I like meeting new people. But sometimes I meet someone, they're super boring. I'm just like, what is it with this person? And then I realize like, oh, they're just super religious, you know? <laughs> Like, all the energy they could have spent on something artistic or, like, interesting was, like, on the Bible, you know? Um, I had a date tonight, 8 o'clock, got canceled. Yeah, yeah. About an hour ago. I, that's why I said I wanted to go 6. I thought it was just early enough to get out of here, go on the date. I, didn't sh I shaved for an interview. Didn't get it. 
Yeah, things aren't going well, Pam. Um, that's not the first time I've been canceled on a date. Last time I got canceled on a date was my birthday. Um, so I met her on Bumble, dating app, you know. I don't know if you've heard of it, anyway. Um, so <laughs> we went on a first date, it went great, right? I was uh, texting her, I said, when's the second date? She said, how's Wednesday? I looked at my calendar, Wednesday was my birthday. I thought, okay, birthday sex, right? You've seen, you've heard the song, <laughs> Jeremy, I think is what his name is. Um, so I'm really excited, right? Two hours before the date, she cancels. She says she's babysitting. She's 26. She's not fucking babysitting. Um, anyway, a week later, we reschedule. Don't worry about it. I'm a thinker, all right? Um, I talked to the wait staff and everything. They brought me a cake. They sang me a song. Um, still no birthday sex, though. What? I don't. Anyway, dating is hard, guys. Um, I am dating a few girls, well, no, I'm not dating, sorry. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I get in, like, situations where, like, there's a girl that likes me, I'm like, well, this is great, right? Um, but for some reason, when they like me, I never like them, like, you know, I'm like, you know, what Woody Allen says, who wants to join a club that will have you, you know? Um, Gaucho Marks said that and Woody Allen said it and I'm saying it now <laughs> um, so where was that going so anyway so these girls like finally they'll, they'll like me and then I'm thinking what something must be wrong with them right um, and you ever meet a girl that's just kind of boring but she's everything else is great you know she's she looks great She's smart, she's funny, but for some reason you're just bored with her. And you're trying as hard as you can to convince yourself like to like her, like she gets guacamole on the side and you're like, oh, she plays by her own rules, you know? <laughs> like she beats by the, her own drum. Um, it's tough, it's tough out there. <laughs> um, so I've, uh, I, I've been, I broke up with my girlfriend six months ago, and I realized that I didn't really have any guy friends. So, like, some someone to watch the game with, you know? So, I met a guy the other night. I'm pretty excited. Um, and I texted him at work. He's a white software developer. I thought he'd like a burrito, right? And uh, so I said, hey, you want to get a burrito? And um, I see the bubbles come up on my phone. I'm really excited. And uh, then they go away. So anxiety is just flushing through me. And he finally responds. He says, oh, I already had a burrito for lunch. Sorry. And it's like, you know, I just wanted to, you know, get a meal of food. We could have gotten, like, pasta or, like, uh, you know, a sandwich, you know. Anyway, we rescheduled. Um, and he's, I, I was like, let's watch the Warriors game at my place. He... It was like, all right, sounds good. He, he beats me to my house, so I text casually, OMW, on my way, right? But it autocorrects on my iPhone to on my way exclamation point, so I'm looking really needy. So, like, not working out. Um, then when we get there, I realize I live in a living room, so we're just sitting on my bed in a living room. My roommates are cooking. 
I, I don't have cable, so we're streaming it on my computer, sitting on my knees. Um, we have to share headphones because my speakers don't work. He didn't call me back. Um, anyway, that's my time. Thank you, guys. Look, here comes Mickey Mouse. Kids, look. Jeff team, get your candy bar. Yay. Florentina Tanase's mommy brought us all really delicious candy f- cookies from chocolate wafers from another country. From Sacramento. Well, it has weird language on it. It looks like, it says like crumb crocking or something. It says, it, it, they're delicious. If you guys uh, want to get hungrier, you can always uh, buy one of those brownie cookie things in there uh, to, to support the station and... Uh, or when I, for the next show for Pamtastics, when people spend the five dollars on the ticket, I, I give them one. I don't know if you guys know about that. They're um, they're they're um, medicated oh, treats that are um, that I make every week to support the station. Uh, well, they're here this week, so you can get one now. Uh, all right. Well, or you know, it's all good. We are going through an open mic. Your, second, your next comedian is one of my favorite comedians. Actually, he's becoming one of my favorite people on the scene. He's a really nice guy, and he's also very, very funny. And I love the way that his work is progressing. You guys are gonna love it. He's beaming at me right now. It's really cute. Uh, he's a really funny guy. You guys are gonna love him. It's Stefan Massey. <laughs> I don't know how to react to compliments. I, I have brain problems, as I've um, uh, touched on many a time. So um, uh, most of you are familiar with my Werner Herzog material. And a big part of the reason that I do as much of that as I do is because of Pam. Uh, she uh, sat me down once and told me that it was one of my strongest bits. So I went and wrote a shit ton more. Um, and so I've been thinking about other you know, voices that I could try and do. So let's. Let's do a little um, uh, litmus test here. Who knows who Paul Lind is? One, oh, okay, sorry? A guy. <laughs> You're right on the money there. Okay, uh, now, now who recognizes this voice? That's, no, he's dead. Paul Lind is dead. Uh, no, he was, um, and by the way, that's not the, um, the alien from uh, American Dad. That's, that's Paul Lind. Uh, I just he was the um he was the center square on Hollywood Squares for like 13 years yeah and he was like he was super gay but like he couldn't really talk about it because for whatever reason Hollywood was still behind the times back then but he would just make double entendres constantly but I just feel like you could talk about anything from laundry to doing your taxes in this voice and it'd be funny uh, so yeah I just wanted to test that one out I'll come up with some stuff you wouldn't expect Paul in to be saying in the near future. Um, so, as most of you know, I have never boned down, never bumped uglies, never made the beast with two backs, never done the horizontal polka, never hid the bishop, never rounded the bases, never had an afternoon delight, never attacked the pink fortress, never brought an al dente noodle to the spaghetti palace, never did the nasty, never gone heels to Jesus, never had a bit of the old in-out, in-out. Uh... And as some of you know, anytime I make a new friend of the Caucasian persuasion, they always have what they believe to be a creative new idea for how I could fully clear the hanging chad that is my virginity. Uh, this time, though, one of the whites, uh, Tim Pizza, in fact, had a thought that at the very least had not crossed my mind previously. Um, he said that I should set up a private show from one of those cam girls and get the whole girlfriend experience, try and have a real intimate J.O. sesh online. Uh, and I have nothing against sex workers on paper, 
uh, but I feel like they're probably among the most put-upon people on the planet who don't have careers that require them to be in war zones. So I don't know why I'd want to make some poor girl deal with my various mental conditions all while she was trying to get me off, on top of pretending to like all the uh, me among all the other assholes she has to deal with all day. Uh, <laughs> so I have not always been the paragon of social aptitude you see before you. Like any person worth knowing, I had a horrible time in my high school years. I made no friends at the weird Catholic high school that I went to and was barely tolerated at best by the other members of the theater department where I spent most of my time. Uh, it got to the point where I started to fantasize that something horrible would happen to one of the classmates of mine who I most respected or looked up to while they happened to be near where I lived. And at the time, my reasoning was, I'm so bad at interacting with other people, the only way anyone's ever going to want to have a connection with me is if I nurse them back to health when they're at death's door. Uh, and of course, I know how fucked up that line of thinking is now, but when you're young and you lack for a social life, your mind can go to some pretty dark places. Uh, some prick actually started a rumor that I was bringing a gun to school. <laughs> Because I was so distant from uh, most of the other students, they actually thought I'd come in one day and shoot the place up. And uh, if I had known that what my future self would become was a jobless, frequently stoned amateur stand-up comedian who still lived at home, I probably still wouldn't have. I'm Stefan Massey. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know who Paul Lind is. I know exactly who you're talking about. Circle makes the square. All right, hey. Uh, moving right along on our uh, happy hour show right now. Uh, the next comedian is the one who did the pre-sign list again this week, which was awesome, because I got to make $69 hanging out with two children, and I went to a free clown show today, and it was pretty fucking awesome. And they were actually relatively funny, but it was weird because I was like, they did clean comedy for like 150 children for a half hour. It was it was really impressive, uh, and I, I and they weren't and they didn't even scare me, which was I was hoping they would be those kind of clowns like, but no, they were like. Anyways, it was a fun afternoon. So thanks for letting me make money. I appreciate that. Uh, you're gonna love your next comedian. She's here all the time, and she's very very helpful and wonderful and funny. Clap your hands together for Ginny Hogan. So Jeff, I like your. I like your observation that like all the girls who like you, you don't like back. I feel like people make this observation a lot. They're like, everyone who likes me, for whatever reason, like I just don't like them. And then like the people I like don't like me. And I'm like, that's because the people who like you are less attractive than you. And the people who you like are more attractive than you. Like that's how it works. <laughs> and like the right relationship starts is because like one person has like a warped idea of how attractive they are. Like that's just, that's kind of reality is. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm always getting myself in trouble for not taking sex seriously enough, like while it's happening. But in my defense, I didn't volunteer to be on top, and the potato chips were right there. Hey, Chris. That is a true story. I did uh, eat during sex. And I did it because I thought it would be funny, and it was. But my boyfriend at the time didn't think so, unfortunately. The issue is that it was too early in our relationship. It was also late in our relationship, as it turned out. <laughs> But he was kind of a weird dude in general. Like, for one thing, he was like a natural blonde. Here's my thing with natural blondes. I have a hard time believing that they still exist, like, in this country outside of Scandinavia. You know, like, the blonde gene is so recessive that, like, if you have a brunette at any point in your ancestral history, like, it's dead. There are no more blondes. Like, 
Being blonde is so recessive that if anyone in your family has ever like French kissed a black guy, like it's out. There's no more. But like, being blonde is so recessive that if anyone, any of your ancestors ever watched Asian porn, like it's done. <laughs> if any of your relatives ever made direct eye contact with a Mexican, like there are no more blondes. It's extremely difficult to still be a natural blonde. So. Blondes who are, like, natural blondes are just so inbred. That's kind of what the reality is. Actually, originally, like, all white people were blonde, and then they made too much eye contact. Um, and I know this is, like, odd for me to say, because I'm a blonde. I was a blonde as a child, and then I now am, like, a fake blonde. But it's fine, because it, like, matches my coloring and vocal intonation. <laughs> you look so upset. It's true. Um, but this guy, he's blonde, and when I see a, like a natural blonde, my first thought is like, your grandparents were siblings. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like that's the only way that someone could still be a natural blonde. So all, all from the beginning, he was a weird guy. Um, he wasn't happy about this eating during sex thing. He was like, he was mad. And I was like, you know what? I was eating potato chips. Like, be glad I wasn't eating taffy. That could have gotten weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, that's fine, but you can't just do that midway through sex. And I was like, okay. How was I supposed to know we were midway through? Like seriously, girls have no idea how long sex is gonna take. And it always feels a little rude to ask. <laughs> but it would be great to know because like by the time, like it'd be great to get a one minute light or something because by the time he starts finishing, like it's too late for me to like plausibly fake it. You know, I need like a little bit more heads up. I'm sorry, you look very upset, Pam. Sorry to be upsetting you. Okay, this is so, this is kind of weird to say. I. Uh, I still have like kind of trouble wrapping my head around how much guys like sex. Like I, I also went to a Catholic school and it was an all girls school and they kind of were just like sex is for nobody. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so they say. Um, and I uh, didn't have like so I didn't have an orgasm until I was like 22 and it was bad. Like I had I had, had sex like a number of times before then and it was just I was very self conscious about this. I thought I might be asexual, so I went to my gynecologist, and I kind of expected her to be able to, like, test me for it, like, the way that they can, like, bang your knee with a hammer to, like, test your... I thought she would have, like, a little hammer and, like, go in and get my G-spot. And she was like, honestly, I could take you a lot more seriously if you weren't eating potato chips right now. <laughs> but anyway, she... Uh, it, it turned out that... So she couldn't do anything for me because she was useless. Then I met this lesbian in Ithaca, New York, and she... Basically, just, like, yeah, like I told her I'd, like, tried a number of vibrators that didn't work, and she just, like, basically just, like, did an orgasm on me, I think. Like, with her vibrator, like, she just, like, knew exactly what to do. Um, and then, she after that, she was like, yeah, so we had sex. I was like, okay, we definitely didn't have sex. Like, there was no, she was like, why not? And I was like, well, there was no, like, penis. And then I was like, okay, you're right, you got me. I have a very heteronormative view of sex. But you have a very broad view of sex. Like, our vaginas didn't touch or anything. Um... <laughs> But it's weird to participate in an activity that w the other person, like, likes way more than you and also, like, seems to be, like, doing way more of the work and you feel like you should like it more. Like, have you ever had, like, a very peppy barista at, like, 6.30 in the morning? It's like, how? Oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. All right, I'm Jimmy. Bye. Jimmy Hogan! Had her first orgasm with a girl. Yay! And then yay! Uh... This one time, my friend's boyfriend broke up with her, and she was really sad, and she was at my house, and she's like, Pam, can you help, can you help me? And I was like, we're best friends, yeah, what do you need? And she's like, I need you to make me come. And I was like, okay. 
but I'm not going to put my mouth. I'm not into that at all. It's kind of gross. She's like, yeah, that's fine. Just you can use, you know, your fingers or whatever. So I started trying really hard. And then uh, halfway through, she was like, do you have a carrot or a cucumber, like anything? I said, no. She's like, you don't have a dildo? You have nothing? And I was like, no, my, my, my husband won't let me have one of those because he has a small penis. <laughs> it makes him feel like less of a man. Anyways, uh, I tried my best. I'm not a lesbian. I never will be one. But, you know, when your friend's got a, when your friend's got a pop, you got to help them. You, can't, you just can't stop, right? You just got to keep trying, even without the... And I'll just never forget, she looked up at me, do you have a cucumber anything? No. No, I have nothing for you. Uh, your next comedian, I hope he's never had a girl ever ask him that question. Do you have a cucumber, anything? Help me out. Uh, clap your hands together for your next comedian. Uh, he produces a lot of shows now. One of them's called Baby's Gotta Eat. He does it here. He also does it at Brainwash. He also produces Broad City, which was, I heard, very successful last week. Clap your hands wildly for Ken Suzuki. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jesse Warren's not here for me to talk shit about. Oh, well. Um, no, Jesse and I were talking yesterday. He uh, said that he had joined a CrossFit gym. And I was like, nice. You joined a CrossFit gym? That's pretty, that's like CrossFit. And what's great about CrossFit? The CrossFit chicks. They're hot, right? They're hot. They get that little bit of danger. Now, the little bit of danger isn't that, you know, looking at them, I know they're strong enough to hold me down and have their way with me. <laughs> It's knowing that they're strong enough to hold me down and then use me as a strap-on to have their way with something much bigger than me. <laughs> but no, uh, he had me, he was uh, hosting a mic yesterday for a, a, a comedy class, and I got a chance to go speak to them. There was this young man in the front row of the audience, and I could tell he wanted to be a comic, a little nervous, he had his date with him, so I could only tell him the thing that came to my mind, which was, you know, you miss 100% the shots that you don't take. And I looked at his date and I looked at him and I said, so you take that shot, young man, even if she never calls you again because you gave her pink eye. <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff though, we did. We talked about things like making America great, making America great again by importing our wives from Russia. Now say what you will about a Trump presidency, but that'll be the first time that I've ever beaten off to a first lady. Not me. Kennedy? <laughs> He's like, that Jacqueline Kennedy, man. Woo! Or Betty Ford. Ah, she was hot, right? Was that your first lady? That <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. I just said, uh, I thought, you know, the bright side is the Kennedy, if the Kennedys gave us Camelot, Trumps will give us Fapalot, you know? Oh, um, but I don't know I know that I'm getting older as a comedian. Uh, I know that I'm getting older because of the things I remember. Like I don't know about all of you, but I remember when mass shootings were not controversial. <laughs> I remember what mass shooting used to be just what we called the bukake. Okay. <laughs> it's um, a good friend of mine once told me that the only acceptable place to use the N word was in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. I said, look, I don't really think I agree with that. I mean, I, th I think that'd be the last place in the world you'd want to use the N-word. You know, because unless we're role-playing, saying the word, like, hearing the word no means something is going horribly wrong. That's why you need a safe word, right? That's why you need a safe word in situations like that. And what is a safe word? 
A safe word is just, it's just that fine line between foreplay and a human rights violation. <laughs> anyway, circumcision's a, it's an interesting topic, and um, my mother explained it to me when I was five. She explained it to me like this. She said, you know, Ken, and I could have had you circumcised, uh, but because of your dad's genes, I figured you would need all the, every inch you can get. <laughs> but it's tough now because like, all right, because of my foreskin, uh, like, okay. Because of my, my for, because of my foreskin, my penis now looks like Jay-Z's face, all right? My foreskin, because of my foreskin, my, my uh, penis was used as a template for Joe Camel. <laughs> my foreskin has traumatized more women than revolution, revelations about James Dean. Thank you very much. Circumcision, his choice, his decision, everybody. Stop mutilating your babies. Absolutely. Let that, right? That's what I say. I say stop chopping the tops of your children's dicks off, right? No baby, it's terrible. I'm a Jew, so I don't care. Uh, we have a covenant with God. We're fine with it. We have no problem. We chop those baby dicks off all the time. Give them to God. He's doing something with them. I don't care. I don't care what he's doing. Putting them in a skin box, using them as croutons for a salad. Unlimited croutons. Uh, who did that joke? He's gone. Damn it. That was going to work if the unlimited croutons, but it was uh, Garner. All right. Your next comedian, a really funny guy, he runs a podcast called JuxtaMeAndChicks.com here on Sundays with uh, Trina Roderick during the Immutables, and uh, he interviews ladies. That's great. Go buy a hoodie. Everybody put your hands together. It's Ed Hands. Thanks for robbing me of an entire minute, Pam. An entire minute. Anyway. That's why it's so much more important. Anyway, my name is Ed. I abuse my body. This one time in Cleveland, I spent 24 hours straight just walking around trying to get the hell out of Cleveland. The worst part wasn't the bad condition of my thighs afterwards. It wasn't that I was going to spend a year living outdoors. No. It was that I actually liked Cleveland. Yeah. Exactly. I love my little brother. He's a very curious fellow. Tries to find things out. Tries to learn about the world. He's always figuring things out. This one time, he found a lit cigarette. And because he's a curious fellow, he did what any other little psychotic boy would do. And he put it out on me. Yeah. Moving on. I get a lot of calls from debt collectors. Yeah, it sucks. They hound me, they call me noon, after lunch, during dinner, you know, all sorts of times, and I don't really know how to respond to them. I just don't. So I just wind up 
not really saying much, going yes, no, or whatever, not answering them, and I don't know how to end, how to end this joke. <laughs> so, moving on. The other day when I was masturbating, I got a call. And because I don't like really talking to people, I just kept saying, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, and I don't know how to, uh, <laughs> so I really wish that I had my notes with me. I do. It would make this so much easier. Builds confidence in me. You know what? I'm going to reach into my pocket, see what I have here. Ah, yeah, here we go. I love my mom, but not her culinary abilities. She once boasted that she could cook anything in under 30 minutes. Trust me, when you turn cooking into a race, nobody wins. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that all my other jokes. Anyway. I have a minute left and one more card. John McCain recently said that Obama was directly responsible for the Orlando shooter, which is funny because he chose Sarah Palin as his running mate. So he's responsible for the current terrorist currently that has the GOP nomination. All right, that one sucked. Go to my website, download the podcast, and buy a hoodie. Were you guys outside making out? Are you guys going to be like an item now? Is that going to happen? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just checking because I was like, both of them had jokes today about dating and stuff. Maybe you guys should date each other. That works. Yeah, then they're total hacks. Absolutely. Ed, that was really funny about the cooking and the race. I can cook anything. I can't cook anything in 30 minutes. You can't make creme brulee in 30 minutes. That's impossible. You can't make ice cream in 30 minutes. Can't do it. You have to, who's mean? No one's mean. You're both, you're both attractive people. I don't understand the problem. He did? No, not Jeff. You think she has a big, your nose is bigger than her. Whoa, not me. Oh. I can see that. All right. Who is it? Your nose is not big. Your nose is fine. No, what is that? You know, your nose and your ears are the only two things on your body that continuously grow until you're dead. Did you know that? Your nose and your ears constantly grow. That's why babies have tiny noses, and then when they're old, yeah, your nose grows, right, and your ears, too. That's why old people have, like, big, wonky ears and weird, wonky noses. Thanks. That makes me feel so happy. I'm so old. Yes. Well, you won't, you'll remember everything. The one, who had the joke about the, and the, um... I don't remember. I'll do it on the next thing. Or the, never mind. Here we go. Your next comedian. She brought everybody candy bars because she's a champion. She's also really, really funny, and she's wearing a super cute outfit. Look at you. What did you do? Did you have a job interview today, or are you always dressed as sexy? The latter. The latter. She always dresses. Look at her. Did She's got the... It, she looked great. Uh, and I shouldn't do that. I don't mean to objectify you because you're also a very funny person, and the things you say are great, too, but you're also quite lovely. Uh, everybody put your hands together. Florentina Tanase. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. You guys didn't go anywhere, but I'm just going to pretend like there's an intermission just to spice things up. All right. I just got back from vacation. 
anyone else do like <laughs> n not have to work because they got assaulted and they don't have to work for like four months no okay all right just me yeah i just got back um for vacation or as i like to call it a very expensive nap <laughs> i sleep for 70 percent of the time when i'm on vacation but then i realize it's because only recently did I realize that Ambien is not just like a bunch of vitamins together. <laughs> like A and B and, you know. Ambien, Ambien. Come on, guys. Pick it up. Pick it up, okay? Starting to fall asleep. It's not your fault. It's like, I think we're all getting hotboxed in here. Um, it, it's free. I'll take some free stuff. Um, what else did I want to talk to you guys about? I kind of like... I don't know. I'm, I've been a little scatterbrained this week because some weird shit happened to me this week. Um, I, I started getting phone calls from random people every two minutes. Now, you guys are, I don't know if you guys have ever like gotten a call other than from your mom or anything, but it, it's a really weird feeling. And so I kept answering these phone calls. It was like the worst game of how to keep a blonde busy that I have ever played. Um, but I realized what was going on. Someone took my phone number, they gave it to a telemarketer, and they spoofed my number, which is just a weird way of saying, like, someone wrote my number on the bathroom where the telemarketers are, <laughs> and they're pretending they're pretending to be me with my number and calling a bunch of random people. So I get all those angry people calling me and like leaving me nice threatening voicemails. Um, it's super fun. I made a lot of friends. Um, my top three voice, first of all, why even call someone? Like if I, if you get a number and you don't know, like do you ever, just your mom, okay, never mind. Uh, do you ever get a missed phone call and you don't recognize the number? Okay. Do you call them back? Thank God. See, human. Why would you call someone back who doesn't want to talk to you? And I would get these really sad, like, old people, like, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm just calling you back. Um, I, I live in Ohio, and I'm really lonely. Okay, but this is this is a trippy thing. I had to change my voicemail greeting to like, "Hey guys, don't call me. I don't know you. You don't know me. This is like stranger danger." <laughs> and this one guy from Dallas, he said, "Hey, uh, I don't know you. I I don't know where you live or where you are from, but um, I I don't know. Maybe we can be friends." <laughs> Call me. Who the fuck uses voicemail for like Tinder? I don't for dating. I don't know. Do you guys do this? You guys are single, right? Okay, just try it. Just butt dial somebody and and see how it goes. I don't know. I really had to like talk this t talk through this because I've been getting phone calls every two minutes for the last two days, and I'm pretty sure someone was. Legitimately trying to call for help, and they thought I was 911. I don't know. I deleted everything. Oh, and no, my uh, my other favorite was this guy said, "You sound a little paranoid to me, yeah. bitch." 
And so I've been calling him back nonstop. It's been super fun. All right, guys, I'm going to actually like say a joke, I guess. Um, I really hate first time experiences um, because they're always so bloody. <laughs> Chris, I'm afraid for you right now. Like the first time I killed a man, I was on my period. <laughs> Bam, mic drop. Okay, guys, have a great night. Careful, she's gonna take one of those spiky heels and put it through your face. Yeah, Florentina Tanase. She has the tenacity of 12 comedians because she sleeps for 70 hours. Yay. That's what I do on vacation too. I find the right hammock and I sleep. I try to, and I also try to befriend all the neighborhood cats. There's a lot of cats. There's a lot of cats in Mexico. You'd be surprised. They're everywhere. There's more candy. Yay. Her mom brought candy. That's amazing. Uh, what's your mom done for us lately, Richard Cervante? Uh, that's a weird thing to say. Your next comedian is a super, super funny guy. He runs a great show at this, called The Setup at 222 Hyde, and you guys should check it out because it's on 222 Hyde. Uh, great part of town. <laughs> really exemplary part of town there. It's where it's my neighborhood, dirt, d dangerous and uh, dirty. Smells a lot like Pete. Weird day today with the weird warm but cold. And then the interesting, I just, it's, I, I feel like there's just urine everywhere. And, and it, anyways, your next comedian it has nothing to do with urine. He smells wonderful and he's very, very funny. And his jokes are way, way better than excrement of any kind. Uh, he is the shit, literally. No, not literally, figuratively. I keep digging myself into a hole today. I can't even get out of it. Uh, I need to drink more beer. Your next comedian, super funny. Everybody, love him up. It's Richard Cervante! Yay! Yes, hello. I, I mean, I love, I love fecal matter and urine. That's how you know when you're in a, a fun place. Because someone had urinated on the ground. They were obviously doing something fun before that. You know, maybe. <laughs> okay, I have jokes that I wrote that I should try. Uh, so, okay, I was at this party and this girl, this like weird girl, she was talking about this yoga class she was taking. And she's like, we learned about the chakras today. And she was like, I learned that the crown chakra is on the top of your head and it's purple. And she turns to me and she's like, correct? <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I just, I just didn't realize that being Indian in public just meant that you had to have full knowledge of the chakras at all times. <laughs> anyway, so I rectified that. Uh, I've learned about the chakras, and uh, let's just say I'm feeling a bit of a tingle in my root chakra. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> um, w w every article starts with a number now. It's like, what is, I don't, it's like uh, six signs he may be cheating on you. I don't know, if, if there's six signs that he may be cheating on you, he's cheating on you. <laughs> you know, it's like, have you noticed that his clothes smell like another woman's perfume? And have you noticed that he's never available on weekends? And have you noticed that he gets text messages in the middle of the night? And have you noticed that he sometimes calls you the wrong name? And have you noticed that he works late but never gets promoted? <laughs> and have you noticed he's cheating on you? <laughs> 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 
These articles are so ridiculous. Uh, there's a little bit like a nine reasons you're still single. I'm like, fuck, nine reasons? Like, if it was one or two, like, that's manageable. I could do something. But <laughs> even if I get those out of the way, there's still seven more reasons I'm single. <laughs> Why even try? The weirdest one I saw was uh, 14 child stars that grew up to be ugly adults. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, dude? Like, are, is our mind just programmed to, like, look at, like, really specific lists and just click on that? Like, I don't know, like... 11 vacuum cleaner companies that were started by immigrants from countries that no longer exist. <laughs> <laughs> Must click. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, let's see. I'm into science. I like science. And uh, I was reading about Isaac Newton on Wikipedia. And in the Wikipedia article, it says that he died a virgin. And <laughs> yeah, and I was like, dude, it's already bad enough to not be getting laid you know, let alone having someone write an article about it <laughs> and put it on the internet, you know? Just like, like if you're not getting laid, the one thing you can do about it is lie about it. You know, at least there's some solace there. Like, I don't know, I can just picture Isaac like at a party, you know, bragging like, oh yes, I've had sex with scores of females. And then some guy just runs over, he's like, actually, according to the encyclopedia here, it says you're getting no fanny at all. <laughs> It's like, God damn you, Broderick, with the encyclopedia. <laughs> and the thing is, in this article, there, there were three sources that were cited for this information. So that meant, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, it just, what, his mom? <laughs> if there's three sources, that meant there were two people who already said it's true, and then the third person had to be like, yeah, 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 I also would like to confirm that this guy gets no pussy. <laughs> like, I hate it when people dogpile on something that's already, you know, like, if you see a restaurant that has, like, 2,000 Yelp reviews, and then someone writes, like, a 2,001st one, you know, just like, I would like to throw my opinion in the mix, uh, I thought the Chopino was watery. <laughs> That's all for me, guys. Thank you. <laughs> 17 reasons why you should clap for Richard Cervantes. Yay! Because he's funny. He writes good jokes. He always has new material. See, we can just keep going on and on. All right. Your next comedian, uh, he's another one of my favorite people. And I wish I could have been there last Saturday when he did his Wasted Talks. Because I heard stories from, like, four different people. I, half of them were true, I think, and the other. I heard that you were so wasted that you were crawling around on the ground and that you yelled at a person and you scared yeah. him. And then I heard that um, everyone was taking acid. Yeah. And I'm like, I had to babysit. So I feel like I wish I could have been there because I would have taken acid with you. I didn't even know that was possible. Well, after your thing, now Steve Poggi's all hot to trot about. He's like, Pam, we got to do one of these fucking things. I'm like, dude, because I don't, I don't, I don't have, I was going to do one years ago, but, or not years ago, I was going to do one and, and I couldn't do it because I don't know how to do, I don't have any PowerPoint and I didn't have it on this computer and I don't know how to PowerPoint. And so Justin Gomes was like, if you can't power, you can't do it without a PowerPoint. And I was like, I can't just be wasted and funny. Like I can't, uh, anyway, so um, Steve Poggi's going to handle the PowerPoint. I think we're going to do um, Stephen King, the books versus the movies. Because I'm a scholar. I only have 13 Stephen King books left to read, and then I've read his entire canon. 
Yeah, I'm finishing Duma Key right now. I'm like, I have 50 pages left. This doesn't matter. I like to read. It's just a thing. Uh, your next comedian is a really funny guy, though, and uh, he has a great show here on the station called FEFY Fuck Everything Fuck You, and you're going to love him. It's Tim Pizza. <laughs> Anybody else uh, burst into tears at the self-checkout of the grocery store? That's like, fuck, I eat one of Pam's weed cookies and I watch Paper Towns. And then I go to fucking the grocery store just to, just for somebody to ask me how my fucking day was. Um, and then I'm just staring at a robot and life's fucking horrible. It's like, we got technology. It's like, we can't do anything to make us happier. We can't make a human-sized taco shell. We can't, we can't make a taller basset hound. We can't make something that'll make my dad come back. Um, <laughs> I know, I always have to go that far. Um, you know, everybody's always talking about their goddamn spirit animal. They're like, oh yeah, my spirit animal's a duck with a bow tie and he's so happy. And I'm like, my insides are no-nos. I've got, I mean, like, if I had a spirit animal, it'd be like a starving rat defending half a gas station burrito. Um, so I was like, I, I was like, does anybody have spirit garbage? Like, like my spirit garbage would be like half of a child's bike helmet floating in a river. Um, that I think that represents my soul. Uh, <laughs> so uh, funny enough, uh, I actually got caught beating off. Um, I was, uh, we were, we were away in Newport Beach at a bachelor party. And um, they, they, uh, we, we shared hotel rooms, double beds, blah, 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 blah. I thought dude was gone. Dude comes in. He's like, hey, what, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm stretching out my new belt. You know? It's like a, the, the neck sweat really gets, uh, really works into the leather there. Um, pass me the Cetaphil. Uh, <laughs> I need to stop being creepy and actually, uh, you know, just start talking to women. Um, actually, I almost got laid. Uh, I, I did so well. I, I at the same party we went, we went to a dinner party, and uh, I'm sit, I'm sit, sat next to this lovely lady, and um, the server comes over and she you know takes my food order and she's like, hey, uh, do you want a side salad? And I'm like, uh, yeah, but don't tell my main salad. So the girl thinks I'm funny. So she's talking to me, and we're chatting it up. And uh, we think, it's, you know, we're having a great night. She's, like, touching my knee. And it's like we're drinking. A couple hours later, uh, she brings up the new Beyonce record. Yeah. And uh, this is where everything went south. Uh, she's like, yeah, I don't really like the new Beyonce record. I think the metaphor for Becky with the good hair is that uh, African-American uh, men are going for white women, and it's a diss on their coarse hair. And I'm like, no, no, Becky with the good hair. That is not what that means. That is not what Beyonce's saying, and I can prove it to you. She's like, oh, yeah? I'm like, if you don't mind, may I look through your phone contacts? She's like, all right. So I pull up her phone, I'm like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, it's like, it's a J. And I'm like, oh, Jacob with the biceps. She's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, two songs before, you know, the lyrics. Uh, why did it come to this? I have to go through your call list. I'm like, fucking listen to the album. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other night, I'm, I'm laying on the couch, and uh, I hear the grossest noise ever. It's like, <coughs> I look over, and on my brand new pillow, my dog's laying on it, and uh, he's like, going <coughs> and then he just starts throwing up everywhere. So I run over to help him. And um, he's just barfing all over my brand new pillow. And then I start barfing all over the dog, just throwing up everywhere all over the dog. And so it's like meta, because the dog's barfing, I'm barfing on the dog. Um, and I'm like, I can never have kids. I will drown a baby in barf while changing a diaper. 
Um, I wonder how many of us got barfed on by our fathers. Um, do I have time for one more? Sure. Yeah, okay, so uh, I was uh, in Newport Beach, as I said, and uh, at the end of the, you know, at the, uh, after the dinner party, they bust out this purple rock of some drug called moon rocks. It's like some giant crystal. And um, I'm like, oh, this looks cool. I don't know what this is. So I'm peeling, you know, Skittle-sized chunks of it and eating them. I'm eating these Skittle-sized chunks. And, you know, the whole night goes by. I'm feeling great. Uh, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. And at 4 a.m., I'm walking through the hallways in uh, the Marriott Newport Beach, this really long hallway, and I'm playing with my dog. My dog's running around, shaking his butt, doing his happy dance. You know, people are walking by, laughing at me for playing with the dog. And we're like, oh, yeah, this is a good night. This is a good night. This is great. This is great. And then uh, I go back to my room. I get into bed, my dog's laying at the uh, edge of the bed, and then I'm like, holy fuck, my dog's in Oakland with my mom. <laughs> Truthy pizza. You're so free, you will feel so free when you're- Drugs! <laughs> yay, Timothy pizza, yay! He takes more drugs than I could ever handle. I take like half a shroom chocolate, and I'm like, "What's my name?" Uh, well, I didn't. I don't have any of those Lies. with me right now. <laughs> Lies. No, I can handle at least. I, when I'm drooling in a corner, that's when you know I'm on shrooms. Uh, your next comedian, she's a funny lady, and I'm really glad she's here to tell jokes. You guys are gonna love her. Clap like you haven't clapped yet for Brooke Heineken. <laughs> Let's take off our thanks, pants. Oh, thanks. What did your What are these chocolates that you fed me? They're great. I can't read anything on the label. So when she said shroom chocolates, I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, Tim was talking about Beyonce. Beyonce is dangerous. I went to one Beyonce concert and then decided the next morning that I was going to swap rooms with my roommate and move all the furniture by myself because I don't need a man. It didn't go very well. Um, So it's Father's Day, Sunday, PSA, uh, and I was going to do a bunch of jokes about my dad as like a Father's Day gift to him because I don't really have anything else to give him. What do you give a man that's had three marriages and seven children? That was a vasectomy? I don't know. Yeah, you look horrified. Have I? Just the idea of that number of children is. I know. I know. So my last name's Heineken, and we used to be a six-pack, which is why <laughs> I resent my little sister very deeply for that. <laughs> she's only five. I'll tell her later. Uh, she's great, though. I don't know what you get the man with seven kids. My dad does hate me, though. Um, Mainly because, like, so you were talking about Ohioans earlier. My dad is the type of person that, like, is angry and conservative in Ohio. Um, and he, so he's, like, super in his heart of hearts, like, a very conservative Republican. And pretty much since the day I was born, I've been a woman. Uh, he, uh, I'm distracted by that ringtone because I haven't heard that in forever. Who um, still has ringtones? <laughs> um... I'm like, How, can you hear me now? Stuck in my head. Uh, my dad hates me. Uh, yes, because he is a Republican and I am not. Uh, and he likes to tell me about when things don't go very well for the Democrats. So he's been calling me a lot recently. Uh, particularly about Hillary Clinton. He hates Hillary Clinton. Uh, for the whole email scandal. 
Um, so as part of this whole scandal, I, I don't think this is a Clinton fan audience either, so I can tell this joke. Uh, she was forced to turn 55,000 pages worth of email over to the State Department for analysis. But the person that I really feel bad for, having been a federal lackey for several years, uh, is that poor unpaid intern that has to read all 55,000 pages of emails. Like, bent over a desk, boss standing behind him, dreaming of the glory days of what it used to mean to intern for a Clinton when you were bent over a desk with your boss standing behind you. This is all my dad jokes. That was like one of the first jokes I ever wrote, so I'm sure half the people in here have heard that joke 50 plus times. Um, my dad, my dad's a good guy though. He, uh, what else, I had other dad jokes. Yeah, dad jokes. Um, he likes to, I'll be very clear, because Katie Carnes once misheard me, rate, rate his kids. <laughs> likes to rate his kids. One to seven every day, uh, based on who he likes the most. I'm never number one, uh, mainly because I live the furthest away. Um, but he called me last week, and he was like, Brooke, I'm so excited to talk to you. You're number one today. Oh. I was like, that's awesome. Sick. What did I do? Uh, and he's like, well, you're the last one I called, but you're the first one who answered. It's <laughs> like, all right. Thanks, Dad. He's like, all right, goodbye, Katie. <laughs> I know. I'm the, I'm the only one who's not home this weekend, so this is my gift to you, Dad, if you're listening. Uh, Want to finish it off? But does anybody here have any bad habits they're trying to get rid of? A lot of them. A lot of them. 99. Six, <laughs> six bad habits you have. Um, one of those habits that I've been trying to get rid of is that I bite my nails. Um, and I bit my nails, I'm like, you know, I'm 25 years deep in this biting nails thing. I'm not, wasn't planning on giving it up, but I caught my eye in the mirror while I was doing it. Like, I used to think that, like, I looked kind of cute, like, like, oh, yeah, like, biting your nails, whatever. But I, I caught my eye in the mirror, and I realized when I bite my nails, my eyes get really bugged out. And I look like, a, like, I'm, like I'm neurotic. And I bite my nails like I am eating chicken off the bone at Medieval Madness. So, like spitting it at people. Um, plus, I know that's nasty. You should not put your hands in your mouth. Think of where my mouth has been. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Machines, 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 machines. Oh, kind again. I bite my nails too, but um, I'm convinced that that's why I never get sick because I ride Muni and I always have my fingers in my mouth. So it's one of those things about you know the universe. Thanks, guys. Yay. Also, uh, my dad uh, gave me a really great uh, tip, pro tip. I love my dad. I uh, said that if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. <laughs> Thanks, dad. It's really good. It's absolutely true. Don't, don't, don't pick your nose. Uh, smoke those boogers. It's, you get higher. Let's try it. It's true. I don't do cocaine anymore uh, without my dad. All right, your next comedian. He, I know who he is now. Yay! Put your hands together, everybody. It's Gene Feld. It's great to be here again. So, I don't know if you guys can hear from my accent, but I'm not originally from here. I'm from Russia. Um, and it's okay, it's, you know, it's strange because even if you understand the language, like things don't mean, like the first time people asked me, how are you? I really gave it an effort to actually answer. <laughs> and then I realized that nobody cares. Uh, then, 
you know, interesting thing is uh, like my friends who are Americans who, who know that I'm Russian, I, I cannot ever complain about being cold. Because like as soon as I do, they say something to the fans like, well, you're from Russia, surely you're used to that. I'm like, yeah, dude, you told me you were beaten up as a child, but you know, if you tell me that you were just in a fight, I wouldn't say like, well, you know, for you. Um, see why spelling bee is, is a really weird sport. A lot of American sports are weird, but you know, most of them you can understand, except the spelling bee. Uh, but, then, but then when you start learning English and you understand how fucked up the spelling is, then you kind of get it. Uh, and you know, I guess, uh, I, I guess there's something to it, right? You can't, uh, like for the nerds, like spelling bee is the sport, right? It's, you know, you take away spelling bee from the nerds, it's like you're taking away NASCAR from, from the jocks. Uh, it would be horrible. Um, but, uh, but enough about sports. Um, you know, like, if I were ever making, like, a spelling bee word, like, let's say for, like, advanced, like, finals or something like that, like, my spelling bee would go something like this. Okay, and now here's the, whatever, the six-year-old Indian child's name that memorized the entire Oxford Dictionary. And uh, your word is uh, phlegm. And, um, you know, in case you're wondering why it's the word, which did, I don't know if you guys know the spelling bee rules. Like, technically, that's, that's not one of the questions they get to ask. Um, but um, the reason that's, that's what's on the spelling bee is I saw this uh, TV commercial for an arthritis medication. Uh, that uh, there was a great medication for arthritis. It just had a few side effects, one of which is tuberculosis. And, uh, you know, that sounded like kind of uh, not, not, not much of an improvement, so I figured that I'll do some, uh, that I'll approach that Joe creation was like doing some research. And I had to look up what the, exactly what the symptoms were for uh, arthritis and tuberculosis. And, you know, for arthritis, it's like joints, it's like hard to like grab things and all of that. Uh, tuberculosis, you basically cough up, like you always have these bad coughs and you cough up like blood and phlegm. I didn't know what phlegm is. It also had a really weird spelling. Uh, so, but going back to the spelling bee, uh, so, you know, if I had to answer what phlegm was, I would say that, you know, it's a snot-like substance that you cough up from your lungs if you have tuberculosis. Uh, and then, um, if he asked me to, to use it in a sentence, I could say something like, dude, why did you just like cough up all of this shit all over me? Like, it's not shit, it's phlegm. Like, <laughs> why, do you, why do you have phlegm? It's like, because I have tuberculosis. How did you get tuberculosis? Well, I used to have arthritis, but uh, you know, I, I was really missing jerking off and I decided that, uh, that it would be worth a, worth a trade-off. And uh, yeah, a natural question would be, well, couldn't you just, you know, maybe smoke some weed and use a vibrator? And um, you know, no, because uh, I want to make America great again. I'm not going to like use evil sex toys and gateway drugs. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> thank you very much. Gene Veld, phlegm. Can't smoke phlegm; it's too liquidy. Even if there's cocaine in it, you can't. You can't do that. We right. I guess you could try it out.
Ooh, that's, that's gonna, that'd be a gross one, right? <laughs> you, put the, you have a little phlegm piece of plastic, put it in the sun. And dry, no, okay. That's for advanced booger eating for seven and eight-year-olds. Anyway, uh, your next comedian, he kind of looks like an eight-year-old trapped in a 25-year-old man's body. Uh, but, <laughs> but he tells great jokes, and you guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. It's Connor Doherty. This is the problem with the facial hair is when it goes away, I look, if I'm 25 with it, I'm like 15 without it, maybe. Spend a lot of time on WebMD? No. You spend a lot of time on WebMD? No. I'm try I I'm not good at inflecting my voice. It was supposed to go it was supposed to go up at the end. WebMD? No. Ugh. Usually my social interactions are better from the stage than in real life, but <laughs> fell in love on the bus the other day. Not because of her appearance or personality. Just I could hear the music playing in her headphones. She was listening to Rihanna. And then uh, when the next song was Rich Homie Kwan, and I was like, oh, she's the one. And But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, by that reasoning, I could marry a top 40 pop radio station. We gather here today to honor the holy matrimony of Connor and Hot 94.7, the beat of the Bay Area. Join us later for the... Fuck's it called? Reception. I go to a lot of weddings. Can you tell? Join us afterward for the reception. The tenth person on the dance floor wins tickets to Calvin Harris at the Cow Palace. No. So I, ha I have this like very high concept thing uh, about th there's like some social contract stuff and. We're going to work through it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on some uh, psychiatric medication. When I was going on it, I remember, you know, there's like a bunch of side effects. And so we were talking about it, and it's like, uh, you know, you gain weight. There can be sexual side effects. But, like, I don't know. If you're taking this medication in the first place, you're probably not having a ton of sex anyway. So it's just like my philosophy with sex is that it's kind of like government. As long as you're respecting human rights, it's probably better to have it dysfunctional than to not have it at all. Another version of that joke, bear with me, we're not, this is, this is going to keep fucking going. Uh, another version of that joke is it's like a, also like government, it's best when there is a social contract in place between all of the parties. Um, yeah. Anyway, when I was a young lad, I was in an introduction to political philosophy class and the professor was explaining this concept called the Lockean Proviso, which is where in the state of nature, if you add value, if you add labor to an object you, and you leave as much and as good for everyone else, that object becomes yours. And the example that the professor always gave was if Tim is sleeping and I labor on his nuts, they become my nuts. It wasn't clear. <laughs> 
but like I'm 18. Like everyone's fucking asleep because it's the most boring shit ever. And I'm just sitting in the back of this lecture hall just losing my shit because she keeps saying labor on his nuts while he's so asleep. <laughs> yeah. But you can't take the social contract theory the wrong way. If you're a libertarian, can still sleep with you, but you're going to have to get yourself off. I don't believe in sexual welfare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go down on you because my pussy eating technique is spelling out New Deal work program acronyms. <laughs> if you're not down with Social Security, Medicare, I'm not going down on you. I think that was the I think that was all that joke. Oh yeah. Hey girl, I'm trying to get the authority to get into your Tennessee Valley. I've been Connor Doherty. Connor Doherty WPA DPW spelling it out with the it's better than the ABCs, I guess. When you hear that, you, hey, but you scream into the vagina. Who, who, who did that on the Comedy Central? Anyway, moving right along. Down. We're still on the happy hour. Uh, I'm still tired. Your next comedian, he is always number 17. Uh, or 18. 17 or 18. I think it's like, I can't even, I can't even make up a joke about 17 and 18 year olds right now. Uh, he's really, really funny, you guys, and I'm glad that he's here every time he is. Did you get one of the candy bars? They're delicious. Okay, good. You look like you need to eat more candy bars. We need to get him fat <laughs> and then see if he can date. Because if you can't date and you're skinny, oh man, what's going to happen? I have no idea what I'm talking about today. Uh, clap your hands together. It's Jesse Warren. Here come the families. I am trying to date, and I'm on Coffee Meets Bagel, which is a dating app, um, and it's kind of has a cute name, uh, because like the guy is supposed to be the coffee, and the girl is supposed to be the bagel, um, which is at least what I assumed, but when I think about it, I'm just like, I only thought that because a bagel has a hole in it, which is kind of fucked up, if that's how they decided to name their app. That's a fucked up way to decide... That that's a thi I'm going to make my own dating app. Uh, it's going to be for lesbian women. It's going to be called Bagel Meets Donut. <laughs> I'm going to make my own dating app for polyamorous people. It's going to be called Eminem Meets Bag of Eminems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick up some more ones. Uh, I, I ha I'm the proud owner and uh, maintainer, creator of a website called ChiefKeefLikeThis.com. And if you don't know who Chief Keef is, he's a hip hop artist. Uh, just picture a hip-hop artist named Chief Keef. I fucking butchered that joke. Uh, so the hip-hop artist named Chief Keef, he's most notable for songs like Don't Like, which is where he goes, fake shoes, that's that shit I don't like, fake trues, that's that shit I don't like, uh, which is hardly even a song. It's mostly just him listening stuff he isn't very fond of. But anyway, uh, my app lets you input stuff, and it'll tell you whether or not Chief Keef likes it. So if you put in fake shoes, it'll be like, that's that shit I don't like. Uh, but when I was making this app, I was working with a very limited data set, in particular, just the things he tells you he doesn't like in his song. So now when you put in anything else, I make the assumption that Chief Keef likes it. It's a pretty big assumption to be making about Chief Keef. 
Uh, for example, if you put in croissants, it'll be like, that's that shit I do like. And truthfully, I don't know if he likes croissants or not. He may not be a fan of pastry, or he may be gluten-free. Uh, not nah, Chief Keef doesn't. Chief Keef's not gluten-free. No rapper is gluten-free. Drake might be gluten-free. <laughs> He's a very soft rapper, Drake. Yeah. Oh, my least favorite Facebook statuses are the ones that are open letters towards things that don't really exist. Like I saw this one this week that went, Dear Weather, thank you for ruining a perfectly good outfit. Love, Jennifer. Dude, Weather is not reading Jennifer's shitty Facebook status. That's never going to be read by Weather. Weather's too busy looking at how it looks in hiking photos and whatnot. And Weather's not going to read Jennifer's shitty, sarcastic Facebook status about ruining her high-waisted shorts. Some, yeah. Uh, cro oh, shit. I, uh, I joined a CrossFit gym this week, which is crazy because I'm like the opposite type of person to do CrossFit. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm the exact stereotype of somebody who do CrossFit. Yeah, man. I buy into that shit completely. I told people I did CrossFit before I even took my first class. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. Uh, I'm thinking about going on a cleanse. I'm just not sure which race to start with. <laughs> cool, cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, coffee meets bagel. I did a lesbian one. Uh, maybe, like, I want to start a dating app for gay men called Hot Dog Meets Popsicle. I want to start one for, anybody have any ideas? What about bestiality? Okay, what would you call it, though? Um, come on, come on. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Man, what is that? Man, Man meets beast. beast. Uh, it, it has to be more subtle, right? Sandwich meets, meets raw meat. Oh. Um, I don't understand that one. Animal crackers? <laughs> no, it has to be subtle, right? You have to make it phallic in some way. Oh without actually being explicit. All right, thank you guys. Jesse Warren. I have no idea. I, I've never been on a dating app. I've never had to date. Um, I feel so sorry for all of you young people because you all use these stupid apps to learn how to meet people. You see, and then they say, oh, you know well, you got to raise the bar. You were saying it like, oh, they're too, they're not good looking enough. You, you got to raise the bar. You got to lower the bar. Hey, idiots, you meet at the bar. That's what you do, dummies. He's spending a little coffee bag, blah, blah, blah. Just go, go get drunk, make out on the back patio. No one does this anymore. I'm 41. I'm old school. All right. Uh, your next comedian. I love it when he's here. I know how to pronounce his last name. Put your hands together for Christopher Jaramillo. Give it up for your host. Okay. She did great. She did, yeah. No, this place. No, this is a really good place. I, uh, I've already thought of several jokes since I've been listening to this. Uh, uh, somebody told a masturbation joke and I, about being caught masturbating, and I was, I was just thinking, uh, hey, you know what? This is something really f good idea to do next time. I mean, I don't know why we're so weird about masturbating. Most, I mean, I think most of us do it. And if you don't start, it's great. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just, I just think like the next time you get caught, if you get caught masturbating. Try to do this. Try not to stop, and then 
turn to him and say, oh, I'm glad you're here. Can you give me a hand? If you can, that, that'll really save the moment. Um, I thought that was worthy of a better laugh than that, but okay. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I appreciate I appreciate that. I, I swear I just wrote that just right there in my head. I, that's good. I was, I, thought, I, was, I, was, I was proud of that joke that I, I wrote right then. Um, I liked your joke about... Uh, about giving the guy a light during sex. I, but, but, but Pam's sitting right here, and all I'm thinking is like, why don't you give him the horn? That thing's all, that's much, that would be much funnier during sex if you were just like, uh-uh, and that was, that was your one-minute horn. I don't know. I thought that was, I don't know. Anyway, okay, starting off awesome. Okay, um, what do I want to talk about? I was, uh, Trump, I had, oh yeah, Trump, you know what, I was, you know, I mean, probably most of you are puzzled, like you're sitting there going, like, why in the hell are people voting for Trump? And I, and actually, I recently watched some interviews, and that actually explains a lot. That fucking explains a lot. I watched, like, I, I talked to this one lady, and she said she was voting for Trump, and they were like, why are you? And she's like, well, he's rich. I want to be rich. He's going to make us all rich. And I'm like, that's, that's, I mean, that's what you, th- you think the president is something, then you become it? I mean, is that why so many people have voted for Barack Obama? They're like, half black, as long as the bottom half, uh, yeah, I'm in. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, but speaking of Trump, I, I was taking a shit a half hour ago, and uh, no, it's cool, in the, in, the, in the stall over at the uh, Safeway, and uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I, <laughs> I like to add details to my jokes. I think they add they add character. But no, um, but no, in in the stall, it, it, the, somebody really hated Trump, and they just said "fuck Trump" all. So I'm not the only person who thinks about sh- or shits and thinks about Trump. So I'm glad I'm not alone. But I also found a good joke in there. There was like a somebody puts put like a, a list of three things I hate, and the three things were uh, uh, oh god, the three things were graffiti, lists, and irony. I, <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was a gem to find in the stall. I was like that. I'm, I was really happy to find that. So, okay. So anyway, you you want to go to an acid party, Pam? Yeah. I you want to go there and just warn all the kids about no one take cocaine. <laughs> Nobody fucking take cocaine. It'll ruin it'll ruin your fucking acid. Ah, uh, I'll never I'll never forget that you said that, and I'll never. Th- there's very few things people say that I'm like gonna remember for the rest of my life, but I think I'll remember that. You told you taught me about uh about cocaine and acid. I yeah I'm, I I I don't know. Just thought, I I just thought I, you'd like to know you'd be remembered for the horn too. The horn I'm always gonna remember the horn. Anyway, um, jeez, what else did I have? Okay, um, I hey all that came in the last hour. That's that's that that's that's where that entire act came from. Okay, anyway, hey, hey, what's going on, Jeff? How you doing? Doing. Uh, you know what? I I I. I, I drive for Uber, and I tell I tell your joke all the time. To you. I tell your joke to my Uber passengers. I no the one about like you live in the living room, and the the curtain. I tell that all the time. I tell the whole thing. I tell the whole thing to him. But I don't know. I feel like I tell it now. I'm stealing. No, okay, no, no. He Jeff has this great joke about. No, he no he tells this great. Yeah, I'll tell it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm stealing from. He gave, he just gave me permission. Um, no, but he uh no he has the thing where he like uh. He talks to people that he used to live with in Reno, and they're buying houses. And he, he's like, well, I'm in the city living in a living room, and I'm killing it. And uh, they're like, well, I'm laying sod in my yard. And he's like, well, I just bought a curtain. Yeah. Uh, he tells it much better. I sw- no, it's a, it's a fan favorite with the with – the, like, I swear, I tell, I, tell, I tell it in the freaking car. Is a, what? What? 
Oh, is it, I always tell them you're putting in saw a yard or something. I don't know. I, oh, you might you might want to use saw it. I swear it works. Well, at least if you're in a car. Maybe if you're in a car. Obviously, on stage the uh, saw doesn't work. In a car. <laughs> oh, anyway, cool. I just feel. I'm not getting the horn. Did you really? Did I not? I totally missed the horn. Am I at five? Okay. Okay, I'm at five, so I'm getting off the stage. I'll. Chris Armio! And it's, it's not acid, it's ecstasy. You never take cocaine and ecstasy. It's a waste of both drugs. I learned that from my pharmacologist friend. No, absolutely. Don't do it. Trust me. Just don't do it. <laughs> I did it at Burning Man once. Burned out all my receptors. I couldn't do any more drugs for the rest of the week. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, here I am at Burning Man and nothing works! <laughs> Four hits of ecstasy later, they're like, stop taking it. Nothing's going to happen. You burned out your receptors, you dumb bitch. You're just wasting money now. That, that got me. That's when I'm like, oh shit, I'm wasting money. Don't do that. Uh, your next comedian is, oh no, it's, it's actually you. He rides a motorcycle, and he's very, uh, very, I always love your outfits, always, 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 and especially when you wear, like, the outfit on the motorcycle with, like, the weird, like, plasticky things that makes you look sort of like Darth Vader. All right, everybody, put your hands together. It's Avi! So tired. Is the Ramadan. Month of Ramadan. I'm not even Muslim. I don't know why I'm doing it. Uh, seems like a good time in America to switch to Islam, right? Yeah. We'll come back to that. I've been on a bit of a spirituality kick lately. I keep writing up to Ukiah a lot. You guys know where Ukiah is? No. You do? Exactly. Right? There's exactly. There's no reason you need to know about Ukiah. It's like 200 miles north of here, middle of nowhere. They have a Buddhist monastery there, though. So I take my motorcycle right up the 101, go up to Ukiah, go a little past it to Tal Mage, and go up to the monastery, keep riding a little more, and go to the Burger King. It, it, that's what they say about Ukiah. Ukiah, come for the monastery, stay for the Burger King. So you guys know what Ramadan is, right? Yeah, it's an entire month of like abstinence, I guess. No food, no water, no drinking, no smoking, unless it's ultralight menthol, I checked. Uh, uh, if they had said no masturbation, I'd be out. Be like, fuck this shit. But no, I checked. It said moderate masturbation and ultralight's okay. It's like, cool. Um, um, what was I gonna say? I started reading the Quran again. <laughs> Why not? That's not funny. It's a good book, I guess. I don't know. I haven't read a lot of it. I'm trying to mostly skip ahead to like the naughty parts with the 72 virgins. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like I, I, I need like more information before I can get excited about 72 virgins. Like for instance, are they going to be interested in me? Like nobody asks that all important question, right? Like there's definitely a lot of virgins here, maybe not in San Francisco, but like on this planet. And if you took like a control group of any 72 randomly selected virgins, there's a very high probability that not a single one of them would want to fuck me. <laughs> Why would my odds be any better in heaven? <laughs> also, keep in mind they're virgins. Why are they virgins? Are they ugly? 
if not, are they like holding out for like Mr. Right or some shit? I, in that case, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> oh, doo -doo. What else happened? Ooh, I updated my Facebook profile picture with one featuring the Ducati, and I discovered that all my Indian aunts are like terrible at Facebook. Because in the comment section, I got invited to my niece's wedding and my granddaunt's funeral. And I received a threat about how my grandmother wants to see me married, arranged married, before she dies of cancer. She doesn't even have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a kid who doesn't want to get married. You have two parents who are like, we have a dying grandmom, and we're not afraid to use it. And we have a grandmom who doesn't want to die. That's like the Indian version of a Mexican standoff. <laughs> Thanks. That's all I got. He rides a Ducati, and you're Muslim. I learn new things about you every week. You're not. You're not. But why are you for doing the Ramadan? You're, It builds, you're doing Ramadan to build character. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. I mean, if, hey, if you want to not drink for a month, more, more beer for me. That sounds, that sounds great. All right, your next comedian. He is, he is a tall and funny man, and I'm happy every time he graces our stage. You guys are going to love him. It's Adam Strawbridge. Those chocolate bars have like every language but English on them. Frickin' Rosetta Stones. Animals, guys, what a wonderful world. So many marvels. Uh, animals are crazy. One single ant can carry 10 times its own body weight. It's nuts. 15 if it's tried to impress a chick, you know. <laughs> a family of beavers can build a dam with over 20 rooms, and they can ventilate and keep the temperature constant. Some beaver dams also have better Wi-Fi than the average American home. It's nuts. <laughs> it's crazy. Crows are super smart. Crows can solve complex problems. They can think two or more steps ahead. And that's why they're voting for Trump, because it's going to be really bad for four years, and the Democrats are going to have to elect a real progressive. You know, It's really going to work. Crows are Bernie bros. Everyone knows that. Pandas are really cute, right? But they're going extinct. They won't reproduce in captivity. It's sad. Uh, researchers at the San Diego Zoo, though, taught the female panda sign language. They could ask, what's up? Why don't you want a mate? And she signed back, let's get this right. His balls stink, so. <laughs> Gonna work on that, maybe like a cream or an ointment? No, not a biologist. Platypuses are cool, but they're all over the map, right? Because they got fur, and they lay eggs, and they got a beak, they're nuts. If you ask a biologist what's up with the platypus, they'll give you some hocus pocus about like, the ancient lineage of placenta and mammals, but I don't care about that. I like to imagine that in heaven, right? There was an angel carrying a bucket full of beaver parts. He's running around, he's on heaven business. He ran into an angel carrying a bucket of duck parts. Angel's like, you got a beaver in my duck. And I think, like, you got a duck in my beaver. And then Jesus came by and was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just put a poison town on its ass and drop it in Australia. It'll make total sense. It'll fit in there. I have not voted yet because I'm saving myself for marriage. But I still like to stay abreast of issues, be informed. So it's being like, NASA is running out of money. They don't have any cash. They can't go find like gold on Pluto or something. But... I think there's so much here on Earth we don't understand. So much stuff here to discover. Like the oceans are so vast and we know so little about what's in them, right? And according to recent surveys, we still don't know why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you know? <laughs> Where is the funding, Obama? I don't know. They're putting Tubman on the $20 bill. 
that's nice. It feels like a big achievement putting Tubman on there. But all the other people on money are like slave owners, right? So don't think it's the club she wanted to be in. It's like it's a nice gesture. It's like, it's like putting Anne Frank on the German flag. It's, <laughs> it's nice. I'm not sure she would have wanted it. I'm trying to break into Hollywood. So I'm trying to write some, spit, some scripts, some manuscripts. But like, it's all about sequels these days, right? There's nothing original. It's all something two, something three. So I'm doing a sequel myself. It's uh, The Diary of Anne Frank 2. This time it's personal. You know? <laughs> Maybe like a fantasy drama. I don't know. Just hash out the details. I don't think I'll be a porn star. I think it's time to let that dream die. But I think I could maybe be like a porn critic, you know? Because like two-thirds of the time I'm watching porn, I'm thinking like, yeah, this is hot, you know? But a third of the time I'm thinking, I have notes, you know? Um, mostly subtle. Uh, in terms of cinematography, don't have a shot linger on a girl's butthole unless it's going to come into play in the third act, you know? It's like it's Chekhov's gun. More substantially, don't have a girl scream, I poppy, I poppy, if we just establish she's a blonde girl from South Carolina trying to make it into the city. You know, it takes you out of the scene. <laughs> Let's bring it home. Uh, my friend, you no, know, no. Let's talk about something else. Civil rights, no. God damn it. Civil war. Very different. Civil war is crazy. Um, I went to a Civil War reenactment actually recently. It was interesting. It wasn't like a battle, it was more like a scene from like domestic life. It was kind of crazy. Um, it was like, it's kind of raw actually, it's like a bunch of African-American young men like toiling in the hot sun for the benefit of a bunch of white people, you know, it was brutal. Um, I didn't know Florida State had a football team in 1860. <laughs> oh, fuck me. All right, thanks guys, I'm Adam Thank you, Adam Strawbridge, turning it up to 12. I love it. Past 11. I like your shirt. All right, we have two comedians left here um, on the happy hour before we move into the uh, Pamphastics Comedy Clubhouse tonight, which is the Book It Forward show. I booked one comedian, and that comedian booked a comedian, and then that comedian booked a comedian, and so on and so on. So I didn't even book the show. It's a lot of fun, and, and I, I like to see like who shows up on these shows, so it's great. All right, your second to last comedian. Yes! I'm excited that you're here. This is, he's not up now. I'm just excited to see him because I haven't seen him in a while. Mr. Thomas Bridgman, he's on the show later. It's very exciting. So stay tuned to Mutiny Radio. Uh, your next comedian, he's a co-host on a show on Mondays. It's called Trans World. Put your hands together for Jermaine Reeves. Yeah, this really feels like a Monday now. It's like me and three other people in the studio. It's amazing, because I guess they were telling everybody, hey, the tall guy is going to get on stage next, so vamanos. I don't know. I'm still working on it. But um, I decided to drop in, and I don't do written comedy, and I had a whole lot of shit that I was trying to remember from the previous comedians, and the room is kind of empty, so let me start with Homeboy over here. Uh, the Bollywood bike rider. So, let me ask you something. Um, you're, you say you don't observe Ramadan, right? And you're not Muslim? I'm not Okay, so you're just hanging out, getting Muslim privileges or some shit? Do you go to the halal restaurant like, hey, I got a discount because I... I didn't eat for three days. It's okay. Yeah, but speaking of Ramadan, I couldn't really be a Muslim because I smoke too much weed and you guys can't, like, eat. So, 
Yeah, I think so. I think Muhammad was fucking smoking weed with Jesus when they was hanging out. Like, hey, smoke this. We're going to make some books. People's going to believe it. It's going to be really funny. I don't know. But um, anyway, let me try my routine because I see I'm killing them. It's like a room full of people. You guys should see it. It's amazing. They're packed. Yeah, hey, shh. No, we can't let anybody else in because Jermaine's on stage. Be quiet. But I'm going to practice my routine because I usually do something that I call Amelia Earhart. You know what that is? Harry Potter with the glasses. He's like, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on the fly. That's what I do. I get up and I just tell random dumb shit for no reason. But the one, what I wanted to tell him is this shit is fascinating. I do a show every Monday, by the way. Shameless plug like the white people. Yeah, it's okay. I say white people a lot. You know why? I just got my DNA tested. It's amazing. And guess what the results is? My 100% nigger went down to like 68.7. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm one of you guys now. So I just walk around. Yeah, that's crazy. I just walk around. Because I knew it happened, but until I got the results, I couldn't really, you know, wrap my mind around it that I really had white people in me, right? I was like, I mean, I knew they put us on the boat and they sell the seven seas and all that good shit. You feel me? And, but when I found out, it was fucking amazing because then I'm looking at myself because I'm black and shit, right? I'm like, wait a minute. Where could the 24% European be? Because I'm black everywhere else. So I start thinking. I'm like, hmm, let me see. It's got to come out somewhere. So I found it. You know where it is? I got 5% on, my, on the right foot. I got 5% under there. Both of my hands are 5%. That's 20. You feel me? Now, the other 4% is in my left eye. See the, I don't know, not the iris, but the opposite. Yeah, and the other one, that's the nigger eye. So, yeah, they be fighting sometimes. They be doing shit like this, like, hey. What are you doing? We're just hanging out? I don't know. Can't see it. Can't see it, but it was really funny. But yeah, my eyes were like gangbanging. But um, I'm really amazed about California because I'm new here and I'm still trying to figure this out. And you guys like fly your own flag. You guys got like the poly thing going. Like, hey, we're just going to have a sex gumbo. Everybody come over. We're going to do whatever we want to do. You know, I'm from Chicago. See the socks hat? And we have polyamorous people in Chicago also. You know what we call them? Pimps and hoes. See how it works? Like, hey, bitch, get out there. And I don't know. I'm still trying to figure this California shit out because it's amazing. And I was at the beach the other day, so this girl goes, oh, my God, you're on the beach. You don't got any fucking sun lotion, suntan? I was like, hey, I'm 45. If I don't have melanoma by now, I think I'm being nuts. I don't really know. Got a lot of melanin. Still trying to figure this shit out. Um, I got an audience of like six. So I do appreciate I showed up, got one of the prams, Fantastic brownies. That's fucking amazing. I'm just gonna come every week to buy a brownie and just wait till it kick in and shit. That's shit like an ecstasy pill. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was around here like, damn, when is this fucking rice truth, um, rice crispy treat is gonna kick in? And it did with like half a bottle of Hennessy. Yeah. Shout out Hennessy, the real drink of real niggas everywhere, you know. I don't know, they're like, no, we don't drink Hennessy. We make Maker's Mark. What the fuck is that, by the way? Maker's Mark? I was at the bar the other day and I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, can I get a Jack of Coke? Can I get a Hennessy? He's like, no, you can get a Maker's Mark. I'm like, is the maker back there that marked it? I don't know, what, what's the problem? Or are you guys just charging $6 for a Jack and Coke? I don't know, but this is my time. Didn't get a chance to shine. Glad I came and showed Mutiny some love because they let me in and they don't call the police 
No, they don't. It's okay. Not all the time. They called it one time, and I was just showing up, and I was like, hey, Pam's a drug dealer. Yeah, she's, I don't know. She sells past Blue Ribbon. You know, I don't know. She's, like, bringing Prohibition back. Fuck Justin Timberlake bringing Sexy back. Pam was around this motherfucker, like, I'm bringing Prohibition back. Okay. But, hey, she gave me the finger, like, nigga, get off the stage, and it's all right. But appreciate your time. Um... Pam, it's on you, so what are you gonna do? Thank you, appreciate it. Hey, the brownies is dope. Like that shit I used to say. Yay, Jermaine Reeves! We have one more comedian left on the happy hour, and he is a very funny and a sweet man. He let me uh, take his time at OMG on Wednesday, so we're gonna have that happen right now. You guys are gonna love him. He's hilarious. Put your hands together, it's Ethan Albers! No clapping necessary. Don't clap. Don't do that. Don't clap. Tom in the corner, don't clap. You hear that? Don't clap, Tom. God damn it, Tom. Do not clap. What's going on? What's up, man? How are you? Ride a motorcycle? Cool. Right on. You get a lot of chicks with that uh with the motorcycle. Not with that attitude. Moving on. What's going on, man? How are you? Comic, non comic? Non-comic, what's your name? Round of applause for Nolan right here, guys. Come on. One clap. Look at that. Father's Day. You got a father? You do? Live dead? He's alive. Cool. That's the end of my crowd work right there. I'm not going to do any more. Not going to do that. I, uh, I was thinking, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about the the best example I've ever seen of friendship. Okay, I'll tell you a story about the best example I've ever seen of friendship. You ready for this? Buckle in. You ready? You don't look that ready. You don't look like, you don't like you're strapped in. You're biting your nails. Oh, he is biting his nails. He's in. He's in. <laughs> so, grew up in Portland, Oregon. Uh, the last house I lived in, I lived in a house with six guys. So in other words, it was a dirty fucking zoo with six different guys. And up the street from there, I had my two, two of my closest friends, Kyle and Matt. And they lived in an even dirtier duplex. Just the word duplex is filthy. When you hear duplex, you're like, that's dirty. They are dirty people if they live in a duplex with a garage. So, um, we, all of us had this thing where our entire lives where we have something, the, the, there's the monetary value of something, and then there's the fun value. Does that make sense? So it doesn't matter how much something costs if the fun value outweighs the monetary value, it's okay. Everything's okay. I promise I'll make this worthwhile. Just hang in there. It's a story. So we were on Craigslist one day being shitbags drinking and we see an ad on Craigslist for a free alligator. And we're like, that's a great deal for an alligator, right? Monetary value, nothing. Fun value through the roof. And so we hop into CJ's Falcon, which is very fucking hipster right there. That's sane. So this is the fucking CJ and his Falcon. Never made a Falcon since 68, if you know cars. So we're in this Falcon. We, like, drive out in the middle of nowhere to this, like, trailer park. This dirty trailer park, real white trash woman comes out. I'm not going to describe her appearance, but she's exactly, she looks, she looks just like her home. Okay. But anyways, that's mean. That's so mean. 
So she brings out this little tiny alligator. He's like three feet long, and it's adorable. He's like a 